welcome to whatever it is I'm going to call this podcast starting tomorrow, which is January 1st, 2018. I am live in my studio. Just kidding. I'm sitting in my car, hiding from my family, drinking a Red Bull, trying to uh, not be such a cranky asshole. The holidays just... You know, I wish I could say they brought out the best in me, but they absolutely do not. Because what happens is everybody around me is in really, really good moods. And Stephen, God bless him, just wants to do all of the Christmas things, all of these activities. We pack up our bags and um, we live about 15 minutes from his parents' house, but we pack up the entire house and we go stay over here, which the driveway that I'm sitting in we go stay over here for four days this time it'll probably be a total of about like a week and it just stresses me out so much so this all started the whole holiday Christmas anxiety all started for me a few days before Christmas I mean Christmas falling on a Monday is just a real bad thing in my opinion it sneaks up on you and just I hated it So, uh, the Friday before Christmas, we were supposed to start spending the night at his parents' house and Steven had been more on top of things and had wrapped presents and was pretty ready for Christmas. And I just kept procrastinating. Um, just always thought, okay, I'll I'll do it tomorrow. I'll get it done later, whatever. Well, all of a sudden it's Friday. We're supposed to be going over to his parents' house with all our wrapped presents and I'm not ready at all. And I'm not in the mood to even pretend to be ready. But of course, that's when all the Christmas activities with the Suchma family begin. I think, is that the night we had a hayride? No, no. I skipped out. I skip out a lot (laughs) in family stuff. I just pull myself away. Um, But that first night, Stephen took the girls over to his parents' house. And I just said, "I'm, I'm not ready. I haven't packed for myself. I haven't wrapped any of the presents that I need to wrap. Like, I was a mess. And before we went, I forget, maybe we went to dinner or something that night. Um, And I just came back to the house by myself. But I was having breakdowns, like sobbing, melting down, crying because of anxiety. And it sucked. And God bless Stephen. He's never, ever had any emotional or mental stability issues so over you know the past 16 years he's grown very patient with me and my mood swings and uh, my relatively new and I mean maybe I've always had anxiety but it just I didn't know what to call it um but he's pretty patient with me he's this okay so around Christmas and the holidays that's when he wants to squeeze everybody in tighter and that's when my anxiety starts to really get bad so I want to push everyone as far away from me as possible so I can be okay and so that causes that causes some tension so I ended up staying home that night drinking some Trader Joe's Pinot Grigio my absolute fave wrapping presents and packing and it was great I was up till probably like two but I was by myself and it was beautiful so the next day I came over I guess that's Christmas Eve so I came over bright and early to his parents house and we started our little our little Christmas holiday and like I said Stephen likes to do 
10 million things. So we had everything scheduled. Hey, you know, looking at the lights, hay rides. We had decorating sugar cookies, getting together with one side of his family, getting together with another side. Just so many things. So many things where I had to be dressed and happy and ready to be social. And I just want to pull the covers over my head and watch trash television. So it's bad. I'm essentially I'm a terrible person. And the worst part is like dealing with the guilt that now I know that the best thing to do is for me for me is to pull away even if it means not spending as much time with my family at Christmas, but nothing's worth the cost of my sanity. I've come to discover. So we stayed let's see. We went over the the stay started on a Friday. And then a few days later, we were doing, maybe it was Christmas Eve, I don't even know. Maybe it was the next day. Hell, I don't know. They, um, there was a hayride to look at lights. And then after that, they were going to go out to our new house to um, roast marshmallows and whatever. And I forget what I had to do. But I, my anxiety was so bad and I just needed to be by myself. And so Stephen was really disappointed that I was going to miss out on this, you know, first marshmallow roast over the new, what do you call that thing? Hell, we roast marshmallows, whatever the hell you call that thing outside. Fire pit, fire pit. So, but I'm like, I'm really sorry, but I just have got to get away. People drive me insane. And social anxiety, you think of that, and I do get that too, I just make myself sound so crazy as I sit here and chug a sugar-free Red Bull. But I get social anxiety, too, around strangers. I went over to Lacey's apartment last night, and it's been a while since I've hung out at an apartment. And just standing on her patio and seeing her neighbors outside and having to wave to them, and I'm like, I couldn't do this. Like, it just, and maybe especially right now because I'm super clammed up, but I just don't like people all the time. I just, I, I don't know. But you think of social anxiety as being with strangers or going out into public places, but I think it can happen and worse with your own family or with the people that you know. And that's what happens. And I, I know Stephen's parents don't fully understand me and I don't really care because I know that taking care of myself really is the only thing I can do. So I've been skipping out to go to the gym anytime anybody needs anything from the grocery store. I'm like, oh, I'll go. What else do you need? What other errands can I run out of the house? Uh, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm kind of alone in this. I'm sitting out in my car and I'm wondering, I, I left Stephen's parents. They were doing dishes at the sink and they were having a discussion about how to organize the toys. Should they not organize the toys because we're going to have kids over tonight? And I just walked out the front door. I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I do plan on leaving this driveway after I'm all done making this podcast or maybe midway through. I want to see, um, I've heard about these hangover patches or hangover pills or hangover, um, little shots that you can take, but it's Sunday. New Year's Eve is Sunday. And so all the liquor stores are closed. So I'm wondering if CVS has something like that. Maybe if not, maybe I'll just get Pedialyte. I'm not planning on going that crazy tonight. 
um, because we're just going to be staying here and having a couple friends over and their kids, but I'd rather be prepared. I bought a ton of rosé. That's how I want to spend my evening, just rosé. And you know why I think I'm especially in the mood for rosé? I have been binge-watching at night when I'm by myself. Steven's play- Steven has been staying up late playing video games with his dad, and I just go in the room that we stay in, and I've been watching, um, binge-watching Summer House, and all they do is drink rosé and swim in the pool, and I love it. So I've been in the mood for rosé. There's this one that I get at Total Wine. It has chickens on the bottle, and it's only $6, and it is my absolute favorite rosé. I got another kind, too. It was 10 bucks that I'll give it a shot. It was more like a rectangle bottle, kind of cool. So, yeah, but I don't want to be feeling disgusting tomorrow. Ooh, and I think Steven brought scotch here tonight, so maybe I can try sipping on scotch like a real badass, like the woman that I want to be just sipping straight brown liquor from a tumbler. Maybe with ice? Well, let's start with ice, and then maybe one day without ice. Are these... (laughs) Am I the only one who thinks that's really cool and really sexy for a girl to be able to drink like that? I don't know. Maybe I just have alcoholic ambitions. I'm trying to think of what else I can tell you. Um, I have been thinking about podcasting every single day. I even contacted a company um, to see if they could do production for me because, as you probably heard in the intro right now, I'm doing it with the Anchor app, which is so easy. It takes away all of your excuses as to, um, I don't have the equipment. I don't know what I'm doing. This is like the easiest thing ever. And snap of your fingers, you are on main podcast station. So it's very easy, but it's pretty limiting. And I, one of my goals in 2018 is truly to become a real podcaster. And I just want to talk about everything, anything and everything that's on my mind. And, um, but I want to do it on a more consistent basis. I don't know if once a week, maybe twice a week, the podcast that I love the most that I depend on the most, which is so silly, but Um, It's Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop, and it comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it just makes me so happy. So maybe two days a week. It's pretty ambitious because my ass can't even do it one day a week at this point. But um, I did the 21-day challenge. It was excellent. Um, Oh, okay. So speaking of, I've just been thinking about sitting down and doing this every single day. I literally think about creating a podcast every day because I love doing this. But then when I do it or when it comes down to it, I'm like, oh, I don't have anything to say. Uh, I'm just sitting in my car hiding by myself with just complaining to you about my mental disorder. So this isn't great. Okay. This isn't great. I think I can do better than this, but this is just doing it. I'm not waiting for perfection. Right. Um, Oh, I was going to tell you something. Totally, totally skipped my mind. Oh, oh, okay. So as I am thinking about this and missing creating podcasts, I I finally was brave enough to go back and listen to my old podcasts. And if this is the first time you're listening, welcome in. And I highly recommend going back and catching up on things. I decided when I went to go back and re-listen to what I had created, I started on Surviving SeaWorld. And uh, let me just tell you, I 
am a delight. I am so lovely and I'm really, I really think I'm good at podcasting. I really do. I think there's something here. So after going back and listening, which I was really scared to do because I'm like, am I going to be embarrassed when I'm hearing these things? Like, how am I going to feel? But I'm like, God, she's wonderful. And it's me. So I definitely know that I want to do this more and more and more. Maybe with some real equipment so I don't have to hide out in my car. Because I do think the sound in here is nice and quiet and clean. And I don't have to worry about anybody overhearing me. It's not, you know, it's kind of like doing a YouTube video or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who gets really nervous. Trying to think of some of my other 2018 goals. I want to get pregnant at some point in 2018. Have another baby. Um, God willing, it'll be my last baby. Because I'm ready to uh, get my my body now is better than it has ever been. Just like after I had Tori, my body was better than it had ever been before I got pregnant with Stella. Now it's better than that. And so it's kind of crazy that I'm about to shake things up all over again, but it's all part of the process. You know, the fun is in, it is really fun to be pregnant when you don't feel like shit. Um, eating all of the, I enjoy food so much when I'm pregnant. When I'm not pregnant, I really don't care about food that much. I get truly hungry maybe like once a month. Other than that, I just don't depend on food all that much. I just don't care about food all that much, which is how I think I stay relatively thin. But when I'm pregnant, every single thing that I'm eating is just the best thing that I've ever had in my entire life. And that's really, really, really fun. And Steven enjoys eating with me. He actually prefers me a little bit fatter, a little softer. So it's fun for him. Sex is really good when you're pregnant. It's just fun. It's fun being pregnant. And especially if I know that this is my very last pregnancy, how fun is that going to be? It's kind of like your first pregnancy. Okay, so I think my first pregnancy was fun because it was my first, though I did gain 43 pounds. I am five foot three. That's a whole lot. That's a whole lot of weight. And so getting it off was kind of tough, but it ended up leading me to my coach, Mike Vacanti, who I still use to this day. He's amazing. Um, so... Oh, okay. So the first pregnancy is fun because you just eat whatever you want and have fun. And you're on all of those, all the, all the new mom apps and stuff like that. It's just really fun. Second pregnancy is fun because, um, I already knew what to expect. It went by really fast. I only gained 26 pounds. I was freaking cute. I was such a beautiful pregnant person. So cute. My face, the first time I got pregnant, got pretty round because I think I was, you know, I was a little bit younger than two. And then my second pregnancy, just within a couple years, you know, when you, when women get a little bit older and I mean, I'm only 32 right now, but, um, your face kind of starts to lose some of its fat. And so I have a little bit of a bony face. And so when I'm pregnant, it just kind of fills out and softens up. And even 40 weeks pregnant, I just, my face looked beautiful. So I had a cute little belly, looked looked pretty darn good, just didn't let myself completely go. It went by super fast, so second pregnancy was great. Now, this last pregnancy, I mean, this is it, and then I'm done. And then I have, have a countdown for a year post-baby to get all of my plastic surgery done that I want. Um, I mean, I gotta make a grocery list. I really, it's not really going to be that bad. I definitely want a tummy tuck. I got my boobs done after 
um, I had Tori, my first daughter, um, a year after I had her, I got them done because I knew I wanted more kids, but I didn't want to wait until after I was done with all my kids before my boobs look good. So I just went ahead and did it and I got a lift and implants. And, um, so after this, I'll definitely maybe another lift, maybe use the same implants. I don't really know. I'm pretty, pretty happy with them still, but while I'm under the knife, I might as well get a little refresh there. So tummy tuck, boob job, maybe, maybe liposuction wherever I need it. Um, I don't know, a, a major facial peel, like something that you shouldn't be awake for, fat transfer into my lips so I don't have to keep getting injections. I mean, what other fun things can we do? Oh, I need um, my ears, like where my ear piercing is, I need to get those redone. Like I need to sew them up and start all over again. So maybe she can do that. Um, I could probably use a fat transfer from other places into my ass, but I don't know that I want to do that. I've been doing some pretty heavy glute work and I, I mean, if anybody were to compliment me, it would never be about my ass ever, 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 ever. So maybe I'll just, you know, let that blend in. Right. I mean, just let that one go. It's just not meant to be. I'm not meant to have a nice ass. So, but I do think it would be the best time to have a bunch of girls to schedule mommy makeovers with me. And we all go into the knife in the same day. And then we rent a hotel room somewhere and we have a, a place to recover for a few days. And Dr. Downey would come check on us at the hotel room. I'm really going to do this, even if it's by myself, but I know I'll at least get one other person. I think I can get a, a good group and maybe she'll give us a, a nice discount for, you know, booking up her day and for not having to, you know, well, for being able to go to one hotel to do all the rounds of the post-op stuff. So I don't know. Anyways, I do look forward to being done having kids. Though I'm about two years away from my full post-op, hot, post-baby bod. So after what's... So tomorrow, tomorrow New Year's Day, I'll eat snacks and sweets and drink and let it go one more day. And then starting on Tuesday, the second is when I'm going to get my life right. I'm going to get my diet right again. My coach is sending me a new workout routine starting well, starting tomorrow, but I won't be working out tomorrow. I worked out today, which was really cool. You know what I've realized is that working out used to be such a main focus of my life, and I used to talk about it all the time, and it was just such a huge part of who I was, and now it just kind of is a part of me. I mean, I'm in the best shape of my life, maybe, maybe not cardio-wise. I do three minutes of cardio a day, which is walking on the treadmill to warm up. Um, so maybe, maybe I'm physically, I look the best that I ever have, but I think about fitness. It just, it just is something that it is. I don't have to think about it all the time. I don't have to talk about it all the time. It's just part of a very, very, very full 
life. And I really like that. Like I think back to my social media and how it used to be and it was so much about fitness, which was amazing at the time because it really helped me to become become comfortable and become myself and start opening up on social media. But I'm just really glad that it's just one part of who I am. I don't know what the main part of me is now. I don't think there is any main part. I think I'm just kind of a little bit of a lot of things. And I like that a lot. I think it keeps me interesting. I have, mm, I challenged a couple people at work to start reading with me every day. I was thinking 30 minutes a day. One of the girls, Lacey, said, no, let's make it 45. I said, okay. I did it that first night and I'm two days behind, which kind of sucks. But I really want to get back into reading because I want to continue to be well-rounded and smart and even if it's not a book on you know business or self-growth I just think it's really good and really healthy to read anything so that's something that I'm looking forward to doing I think I'm, I'm starting to stretch and ramble here so I'm going to end it now goodbye 2017 this has been an absolutely incredible year I mean insane. Business-wise, it's insane. I'm thinking back, I think we've lost six people <laughs> from our team. Like going back and looking at um, the picture, our last Christmas picture with our team, red X's over all these faces, all these people that didn't make it. It's just crazy. The, the whole year, so many locations opened up and so much has happened and so much has changed. And I've grown so much. It just, it's been really, really good. We started designing a house to build, then we decided not to do that, and we bought a house and remodeling it. Um, what else happened this year? A lot of great vacations, Disney World, New York, Galveston, the Frio River, San Antonio. I don't know. It was really good. It was a really great year. I'm not sad about, about it being done. I'm excited for a fresh start next year, tomorrow, and I love you guys so freaking much. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to me. I cannot tell you how much this means to me that you just, yeah, that you want to hear what I have to say, so thank you. And if you ever want to reach out to me, please, please, please do. You can always DM me on Instagram at Heather Suchma. Or you can send me an email at askheather at thesalon.blue. That's T-H-E salon dot blue like the color. So love you guys. I will talk to you soon. Bye.